Ladies and gentlemen, you found the program that pulls no punches, that knocks out political correctness, and delivers a right cross to defend the Constitution. We call it Fighting Words. And now, entering the ring, retired infantry colonel, trial lawyer, and fighter for truth and justice, Kurt Schlichter. Hey everybody, it's this edition of Fighting Words, the Kurt Schlichter Hugh Hewitt affiliated podcast that honors the FCC rules, sort of, unlike my unredacted podcast where anything freaking goes. Okay, fortunately we have a short, uh, a short, a, uh, a quiet news cycle. The, the tranquil, you know, kind of swaying palm trees, the, the cool sand, the calm ocean breezes yeah it's it's a peaceful time it's a happy time oh wait there's a giant coconut falling from the tree right towards our head uh ruth bader ginsburg is dead as you may have heard you also may have heard that the uh, constitution uh is now trumped by the wishes of dead government employees which i think is an interesting idea i'm not going to go that way but apparently everybody else is so uh we can talk about that we can talk about a lot of things we we have a lot of things to talk about here on fighting words today and talk about them we shall uh, other things I might get to, or I might not get to, it all depends on how things go. Um, Hunter Biden, well, there, there's a report put out today, and uh, it is uh, Wednesday, the 23rd of September. A, a report came out today, and it was pretty pretty amazing. Who, who, who thought he'd take $3.5 million from the uh, wife of uh, the Moscow mayor? That's, that's an interesting... Uh, that, that that's an interesting flex. And by the way, you, you're always getting curt in real life. So I'm sitting here in my office and I'm getting like texts. So if you start hearing ding, 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 it's because I'm a really important guy in my own mind, sort of whatever. Oh, unfortunately, one of the texts is, hold on, Mitch McConnell here. Cory Gardner is the key vote to getting a new justice on the Supreme Court. Kurt, chip in now to help him win Colorado. I don't think that's how that works. Okay, I'm. You, you might you might call me cynical, and you can call me cynical. You can call me anything you want, but uh, just don't call me late for dinner. Oh wait, that's more of a bulwark thing. Um, Cory Gardner is not the key to the Supreme Court because Mitt Romney shocked everybody, but Hugh Hewitt, by coming out and saying, "Well, yes, I will vote on a candidate uh, or a, a nominee." Uh, you, you know, if uh, if the president chooses to make one, which he will do next Saturday. And it's going to be Amy Comey Barrett, mark my words. But, uh, yeah, Mitt. Mitt, really, Mitt came through. Now, Hugh said, I never had any doubts. Well, I got to admit, I had doubts. The senator from Miracle Whip, he, uh, I don't know. I I don't trust him. But uh, apparently he... Uh, Apparently he's uh, come around. I think it's it's pretty neat the way all the Republicans have, except for Murkowski. I don't know what her deal is. And uh, Susan Collins, he's got a tough election campaign in Maine. And I think Mitch had to give her a pass, do what you got to do to keep the maple syrup and moose state in the Republican fold. I don't know if she will or not, but I'm hopeful. And um, um, so we can do it. Now, if you've been listening to Hugh Hewitt radio program, which you should, uh, I think we're up to a hundred and some, yeah, hundred and two 
listeners called in to answer the question, should uh, the Senate confirm an appointee before the election? And um, the answer uh, by 100 of 102 of them is, heck yeah. And uh, I, I, I agree, and I think they can do it. Now they're going to have to abbreviate the long, dragged-out nomination process. But if you appoint, uh, nominate Amy Coney Barrett, which I think he will, the president will do, uh, you have the advantage of the fact that uh, just a few months ago, or actually like a year or so ago, she went through one of these processes. She's already gone through it. They've already vetted her. They've already checked her. Um, They've already announced that the dogma lives large in her. Now, the idea that they're going to uh, attack her for Catholicism is repellent to those of us who believe in, you know, fairness in the Constitution. But the Democrats are totally going to do that because their side doesn't respect religion. Now, they, they pretend to when it comes to black church women. So you get... You know, Felonia Milhouse Van Pantsu going to a uh, a black church and announcing, I ain't in no ways tired. And it's just like, oh, my God, you're the worst. Uh, you call that oral blackface. It's just, it's so tacky and it's so condescending. And uh, and and that's, that's what they do. But to everybody else, it's like, ah, your religion's stupid, doesn't matter, it's not important. And uh, we're going to mess with it if we get a uh, Supreme Court justice. Now they're going to totally mess with Amy Coney Barrett about it. Uh, or ACB. Let's just start calling her ACB. I'm going to just call her ACB because I, I, I like that. There's a symmetry there with RBG. And uh, I, I think it can backfire on them, but I'm not sure how much it will backfire because all Catholics are not instantly going to go to the defense of other Catholics. Right? There is a wide range of opinion within the Catholic laity that, uh, you know, there are going to be some people who go, well, you know, she's, she seems a little seems a little invested in this thing. I mean, I'm Catholic, with quotation marks, but, you know, she, she, she's Catholic. And I, I don't think it's going to be as effective as it would have been maybe 40 years ago to uh, for her to uh, – or in the election to help us because I think there are a lot of Catholics out there who think that other Catholics are too darn Catholic. Now, I know that's true in Protestantism. I mean, if you, you know, if you say, well, you know, the Methodist church said we should abandon Israel in favor of Palestine, I'd be like, well, you know, the hell with them. They're stupid. Uh, I got kicked out of a Methodist church once kind of where I quit. Long story, I'll tell it to you sometime. In any case, it's not all the same. So I don't think, I don't think there's as much of a risk as maybe other people do. I think Hugh thinks it's a big risk. I'm not so sure. Now I'm not Catholic. I don't speak for Catholics, but I think that uh, the folks who are liberally inclined will be more than happy to have ACB attacked for her her, her devotion, uh, for lack of a better word. And why? And because they don't do things that way, and they probably think that people like ACB are a little extreme. And uh, I just, I, I, I think it'll, I think it'll help us some, but I don't think it's going to be a huge, huge deal in the Senate. But I could be wrong. Let's see what they do. Here's where I think they're going to come. I think they're going to come uh, at Obamacare, which is going up in front of the Supreme Court, and could very well be. Uh, 
declared unconstitutional for various reasons. And what they're going to say is, you know, you want to declare health care unconstitutional. And she's got to be ready for that. That's their attack. That's kind of the – that and Social Security are kind of the under-the-radar attacks that the Democrats are using. And I'm not sure how effective they are. I'm being told they're effective. But, you know, is this really a health care election? I don't know. I haven't been seeing that, but I'm told that other people do see that. So going after her on health care, all I can say is she's, she better be prepped and ready. And I think she will be. She's a very smart lady. Um, the people prepping her uh, will be very smart. And I think we can count on Lindsey Graham, who's been stalwart, like he had a choice. Uh, I, think, I think it's going to be – well, I think we're going to have a short number of hearings. I think there's going to be screaming and yelling to delay. I think he's just going to say, nope, we're not doing that. Um, I think they burned a lot of bridges for comedy and civility and uh, uh, collegiality with Kavanaugh. I think uh, they really got Lindsey mad. I think he was genuinely mad. Now, look, I, I'm not a huge Lindsey Graham fan. I find him tiresome many of the times. But, boy, he really I, – I think what he saw in the Kavanaugh hearing was a big deal. And I think that – that's going to affect how he manages the Judiciary Committee. I think the hearings will be fast. I think they will not be allowed to spin out of control. I'm sure we will get uh, late-breaking news that demands we have more time to investigate and let the FBI investigate, and the media, of course, will side with them because, of course, it's the media. I think he's just going to say, no, no, we're not doing any of that. We're not doing any of that. That's the game plan. You go in, first of all, uh, we're not ready for hearings. During the hearings, you're preventing us from uh, inquiring into this person. I now have secret information. Um, here's the sex scandal, and the sex scandal will definitely be uh, some dude in college that she got together with after a party, allegedly. That'll be it. She's not. They're not going to have ACB running a sex gang. Well, maybe they will. Who knows? Maybe she's a human trafficker. Maybe, uh, maybe Hunter Biden was uh, scoring chicks off her services. I don't know. We'll see. But in any way, it's going to come, and I think we'll get a vote before the election, and I think we need to have her in place at the election. We just do. Okay. Um, Hunter Biden. Uh, today, the report on Hunter Biden came out, and this is a bad, bad guy. He's getting a lot of money. He's cavorting with prostitutes, uh, and of course, the news media immediately swings into action to cover it up and, and assure us that, yeah, well, yeah, but it doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter. And the media has been doing a lot of that. For instance, uh, it, it, it is now actively covering for Democrats. Another instance, Ted Cruz objected to uh, unanimous consent for something honoring Ruth Bader Ginsburg. And the reason was they added, you know, her dying wish was that another president would uh, appoint her successor. Now, the dying wish thing does not appear in the Constitution. And I've asked this question of a lot of liberals. I haven't got a good answer. Why does the dying wish of a government employee um, override my wish as a living United States citizen? Can you explain how that works? And of course they can't because it doesn't work because it's baloney. And the media has said, you know, and, and, and so what, what is the story? Uh, Ted Cruz prevents uh, Senate recognition honoring RGB uh, because of uh, uh, addition to by Chuck Schumer. 
well, gosh, that seems like an important thing. What's that addition? Uh, like the first article I looked at, you had to go like five five like paragraphs down to find out it was like this thing, which is baloney and not relevant and uh, partisan. And, you know, the media, it just, in another headline, I think it was Dallas Morning News, basically puts, you know, Ted Cruz says she has, says a partisan uh, addition uh, kept him from voting for it. And they put partisan in parentheses. It's totally partisan. It's not in parentheses. You don't need you don't need scare quotes. That's what it is. So it's, you know, so you got the media covering for Biden, covering for the Democrats everywhere. They're still covering for Joe. Uh, you know, by this time next week, we should be, uh, boy, we should be past the, uh, we should be past the debate if it happens. I still think it's not going to. I still think Joe is going to pull out. I think Joe has got real problems and I think he's going to pull out of the debate and, you know, I'm not sure what the reason is going to be, COVID or, uh, you know, Chinese coronavirus or um, Trump is a racist and I won't normalize him or uh, the only thing that matters is the Supreme Court and if they're going to force it through, I'm not going to normalize him by going on stage with him, blah, 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 blah. So we'll know by this time next week. But in any case, the media will actually actively cover for whatever, whatever he does, whatever choice Joe Biden makes. If he says, I'm not going to compete, it's a, it's a brave a, a brave move to repudiate Trump. So, oh, my gosh, the people love it that Joe Biden can't debate. He's just downstairs eating oatmeal and watching his stories. Hey, Matlock Marathon, rock on. In contrast, if he does debate, he's going to be the winner, according to the media, no matter what. He could get up there and drool, and it'd be like, oh, it's a powerful, powerful stream of saliva coming from his mouth. Really showed Trump up. I don't see how, uh, I don't see how he can... Uh, I don't see how he can uh, get past this, but this is amazing. So anyway, um, that's kind of where we're at. We're at a place. We're kind of on the precipice. Saturday we'll find out who, who's going to be the uh, nominee. Uh, we will also uh, probably find out about the debate, and if it's actually going forward, and uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, anyway, that's our fighting words for this week. I hope you will join us next week. Should be interesting. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Kurt Schlichter. You can read my town hall columns every Monday, Wednesday, and Thursday. You should go get my books and you should do everything associated with Kurt Schlichter because I'm just kind of that guy. So thanks a lot. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.